Axis Mundi. You're listening to an irreverent podcast. Visit irreverent.fm for more content from our amazing lineup of creators. Welcome to Straight White American Jesus. My name is Brad Onishi, faculty at the University of San Francisco. Our show is hosted in partnership with the CAP Center at UCSB, and I'm here with my co-host today. I'm Dan Miller, Associate Professor of Religion and Social Thought at Landmark College. Uh, it's good to see you, Brad. It's been a, it's been a rough week, as everybody will know, um, but it, <laughs> at least one high point for me is that I uh, at least get to, to sit down with you virtually for a few minutes and, uh, and reflect on some of this stuff. Well, same, same for me, and uh, just an overwhelming week for, uh, for anyone in this country. It, it's c- cliche, Dan, but there's, there's no words to to express like what it is those in Uvalde are are going through, those in Buffalo are continuing to go through, those at the church in Orange County down in Laguna are going through. There's there's more crises than we can keep up with. Every time that the grieving starts, there's another catastrophe, and uh, that's really hard. So let's just jump into it. Let's not spend any time, you know, dilly dallying as as I used to say as a kid. So. Let's jump into some of the details about Uvalde, and I think this is going to lead us into a lot of discussions about values, Christian nationalism, but also the police response and just some ideas we have about safety, security, blah, blah, blah in this country. So let me run down some, some, some details, Dan, that many of you will already be familiar with. Some of you will not have been, but let's just do a summary. A couple of days ago, an 18-year-old shooter walks into uh, an elementary school in Uvalde, Texas. Uvalde is uh, near San Antonio and in between San Antonio and the U.S.-Mexico border. What we're going to discover here in a minute, Dan, is that there were conflicting reports from law enforcement. So here's here's a quote from CNN given by an official from the Texas Department of Public Safety. He walked in unobstructed initially. So he went from his grandmother's house, this shooter where he shot his grandmother, He crashed his car in a ditch. He then walked into the school. He was in front of the school actually shooting for 12 minutes, was not confronted by anyone, and then went into the school, into the classroom where he was was there uh, with uh, a whole class of students and barricaded. Now, there's conflicting reports here because initially uh, it was reported that when he arrived at the school, the shooter, he was engaged by uh, a resource officer who is posted at the elementary school. This has led to a lot of outrage, Dan, because it really does feel like law enforcement locally is obfuscating the story and the facts. So if I just go down uh, and read a little bit from CNN, there was no school resource officer on site or available at the time. Inside, the suspect walked into a classroom and fired more than 25 times. The majority of the gunfire was in the beginning of the attack. Officers arrived at the school at 11.44 a.m., which was around 15 minutes after uh, the the shooter had arrived. But when they went to confront the gunman, they received fire and took cover. Three law enforcement officers went in the same door. The shooter used to enter the school and four went through another school entrance. They called for more resources and personnel. They evacuated students and teachers, and they began, quote, negotiations with the subject. Now, the conflicting reports come here. On May 25, 
the Department of Public Safety Commissioner Steve McCraw says as he was approaching, uh, there was a brave consolidated independent school district officer that approached him, engaged him. At that time, gunfire was not exchanged, but the subject was able to make it into the school. A day later, another person from Department of Public Safety, Regional Director Victor Escalon, says it was reported that a school district police officer confronted the suspect that was making entry. Not accurate. He walked in unobstructed initially. So he goes in unobstructed, Dan. Um, We're going to kind of get to why that's significant here in a minute, just given all of the money and resources that the city of Uvalde spends on law enforcement at its schools and so on. However, some of these details that came out yesterday are just absolutely excruciating to read. And so I will give you just a little snippet here from the Wall Street Journal. Residents in Uvalde expressed anger and frustration Thursday about the time it took for law enforcement to end an elementary school shooting. The police were doing nothing, said Angeli Rose Gomez, who, after learning about the shooting, drove 40 miles to Robb Elementary School, where her children are in second and third grade. So she drove 40 miles. They were just standing outside the fence. They weren't going in there or running anywhere. State officials have said that local police were at the school within a few minutes of the gunman entering the building and exchanged gunfire with him, but they were unable to gain access to a classroom where he barricaded himself, firing on officers. Ms. Gomez, a farm supervisor, said that she was one of numerous parents who began encouraging, first politely, and then with more urgency, police and other law enforcement to enter the school. After a few minutes, federal marshals approached her and put her in handcuffs, telling her she was being arrested for intervening in an active investigation. So here's a woman who drove 40 miles to her kid's school. There is an active shooter inside. There are law enforcement outside who seemingly are not doing much, and They put her in handcuffs. Once freed from her cuffs, she jumped the school fence, ran inside and sprinted out with her kids. Thanks for listening to this free preview of our Swag episode. In order to get access to the full episode and so much more, become a Straight White American Jesus premium subscriber by clicking the link in the show notes. It'll take you like two clicks, I promise. In addition to getting access to this episode, You'll have access to the entire Swag archive, over 550 episodes. You'll also get an extra episode every month, ad-free listening, Discord access, and so much more. All that for less than six bucks a month, and it helps us keep our flag up and continue to safeguard democracy from religious nationalism, extremism, and rising authoritarianism. Check it out. It's not hard, I promise. (laughs) 